Namaste. As we know, one of the most crucial experience, more than an experience, the state in which one must enter into this yoga is a dissolution of the ego. Just as the emergence of the psychic being is the first indispensable step by taking refuge in the mother, the second necessary step is a progressive reign of the spiritual consciousness, the higher consciousness, eventually leading to a dissolution of the ego. And this comes as we offer ourselves more and more to the divine, to the mother for her work, in love. Love is the most powerful means of dissolving the ego because love breaks all the boundaries and merges into the loved object. So we shall read this prayer where the mother describes this beautiful experience. April 10th, 1914. Before that, there is a prayer where she says on April 7th, 1914, the last bit where she hears something, the voice of the Lord, never hast thou been able to die integrally. This die integrally is about complete surrender. Neither even wish to know how much am I progressing, how to do, nothing but completely surrender to the feet of the Lord. So she has done that and suddenly as a result of that, this we come back to the prayer of April 10th, 1914. Suddenly the veil was rent, the horizon was disclosed. This veil is a veil within us, is, it is formed of all our preferences, attachments, etc. And by love and devotion this veil is rent. And there is a lid above the heart and in the silence of the mind the lid thins out and vanishes. This is one of Sri letter. For the mother it is the complete surrender. Before the clear vision, my whole being threw itself at thy feet in a great outburst of gratitude. Yet in spite of this deep and integral joy, all was calm, all was peaceful with the peace of eternity. This gratitude, this love, this joy which comes from the psychic is always full of a deep peace. It's not a state of excitement. And what happens as a result of this surrender, this gratitude, I seem to have no more limits. Mother says that true surrender enlarges you. People are afraid because they want to hold on to their limits, which is what personality is. But when we truly surrender, then all that is needed to be preserved in the personality and uplifted is taken up. And all that must go away is taken away. Something which uh, really is not our true nature is removed from us. And something which is truly, uh, there is a divine possibility that is lifted up and taken up for the divine use. So she says, I seem to have no more limits there is no longer the perception of the body, no sensations, no feelings, no thoughts. This, those who do yoga would say, is the experience of the self with a capital S. But the Divine Mother has it just like that, just by the fact of surrender. And she is showing us the way. More importantly, prayers are written to show us the way. Now she is doing the sadhana for mankind. A clear, pure, tranquil immensity. 
penetrated with love and delight, filled with an unspeakable beatitude, is all that is there. And that alone seems now to be myself. So no more there is the personality, but a vast impersonal universality where different forces are coming into play at different moments based on the will of the divine. And that alone seems now to be myself. And this myself is so little the former I, selfish and limited, that I cannot tell if it is I or thou, O Lord, Sublime master of our destinies. So essentially if we really want to be of true service to the divine, get free from the ego, walk the true path, then we have to get rid of selfishness. And one of the fastest ways service and love. This is the path mother is showing to man. And imagine she is using the word selfish. <laughs> I mean one would say mother. <laughs> she is the last person to be selfish. But we remember how Shurabindo in his letter to Mirilani Devi writes... That up till now I have given only two annas to God and kept the fourteen annas with myself. It is something like that. So they are showing to man the way. It is as though all their energy, courage, force, will, infinite sweetness, incomparable compassion. And this suddenly releases into a vastness. The vastness which the Vedic Rishi spoke about as Satyam, Ritam, Rahatam. So she is experiencing that vastness. That indefatigable energy which comes, that courage, that force, that sweetness and compassion which is born when we are one with the Lord. Even more forcibly than during these last days, the past is dead. And as though buried under the rays of a new life that we know from 30th, 29th March this experience is developing now. Each of these experiences develops so the past is completely born and a new life is emerging. The last glance that I have just thrown backward, as I read a few pages of this book, definitely, definitively convinced me of this death and light end of a great weight. This is what we carry. This is the load of karma, the cross we bear. Why do we bear? Because we love it. It's not really needed. If we can be reborn perpetually to a new life, then we shall discover the secret of immortality. And we'll shed all the weight of the past, the karma and everything else that we talk about simply by the very fact that we are ready to be born anew and afresh. It's not necessary to bear it. But we do it and we can't do it unless we live in the, come into contact with the divine. I prevent, I present myself before thee O oh, my Divine Master, and with all the simplicity, all the nudity of a child, and still the only thing I perceive is that calm and pure immensity. So on one side, the inner experiences of that vast immensity, compassion, sweetness. On the other side, the status of a child. Truly, all divine beings, they are so simple. We are reading about Sherbindo's life and with mother's life, what... The mother with all the complex many-sided movements. What tremendous simplicity. Playing with the devotees, disciples, with small little babies, children, animals, everyone. So it is this simplicity because one is no more carrying the burden of a very complex personality with all its ifs and buts and do's and don'ts. But one is free in the freedom of the Lord. Lord, thou hast answered my prayer. Thou hast granted me what I have asked from thee.
the i has disappeared there is only a docile instrument put at thy service now of course this i in inverted commas meaning that the ego i has disappeared now when she has to speak communicate the word i has to come because it's a means of communication but what that i means is something very different now is center of concentration and manifestation of thy infinite and eternal rays this is what the i has become it has become a center through which the divine light love and truth and force and power is pouring upon the earth thou hast taken my life and made it thine this is the transformation to live in the divine live for the divine and live by the divine thou hast taken my will and hast united it to thine thou hast taken my love and identified it with thine thou hast taken my thought and replaced it by thy absolute consciousness so this is the change which takes place when we give our life to the divine it undergoes a transformation it becomes divine life so what is divine life give over individual life egoistic life selfish life ignorant life to the divine in return he will give us divine life this is the formula give our limited hassled will troubled will to the divine and we have the divine omnipotence and omniscience of the divine will give our limited love and it is returned in us by divine love and ananda and give our thought limited thought limited understanding and it is returned by the absoluteness of the divine consciousness and wisdom this is the method the exchange by offering the change takes place so yoga of transformation is through offering this is the key word of this yoga to remember and offer to the mother and whatever we remember and offer that starts undergoing a change the body marveling bows its forehead in the dust in mute and submissive adoration and nothing else exists but thou alone in the splendor of thy immutable peace so this is the sunlit path which they have opened for us it's not shivendra yoga is not philosophy it is not done by vichar and vivek and trying to use our mind intellect etc its central movement is from the heart repeatedly we see in the prayers where the mother is showing us how to practice this yoga it's by offering 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 a general offering turning into a detailed offering detailed offering turning into integral offering integral offering turning into a day and night offering of each moment each breath each heartbeat so there is no limit to it and there is no limit to the change that takes place as a result of this offering whatever we have given to the lord comes back to us transformed the mother used to love this story of tagore where someone god comes and he stretches his hand to ask something and there is a man thinking i should ask something from god because everybody is asking so but when he asks he gives a little grain of wheat and comes back burdened in it in his heart that oh i had a chance to ask him but god asked me what can i do and he vanished but when he goes back and puts out all the the sack of grain he discovers that one grain has become a grain of gold mother used to love this story and she said that this is so very true whatever we give to the divine becomes 
true gold but we should not do this giving with this idea that oh ho acha this will be to my advantage then we have spoiled the offering <clears throat> so we can't do service with the sense of i i am serving the lord i am the instrument that is absurdity so we read this prayer again april 10th 1914 suddenly the veil suddenly the veil was rent the horizon was disclosed before the clear vision my whole being threw itself at thy feet in a great outburst of gratitude yet in spite of this deep and integral joy all was calm all was peaceful with the peace of eternity i seem to have no more limits there is no longer the perception of the body no sensations no feelings no thoughts a clear pure tranquil immensity penetrated with love and light filled with an unspeakable beatitude is all that is there and that alone seems now to myself seems now to be myself and this myself is so little the former i selfish and limited that i cannot tell it tell if it is i or thou o lord sublime master of our destinies so there is that little veil that little difference and then that also vanishes it is as though all your energy courage force will infinite sweetness incomparable compassion even more forcibly than during these last days the past is dead and as though buried under the rays of a new life the last glance that i have just thrown backward as i read a few pages of this book definitively convinced me of this death and lightened of a great weight i present myself before thee o my divine master with all the simplicity all the nudity of a child and still the only thing i perceive is that calm and pure immensity lord thou hast answered my prayer thou hast granted me what i have asked from thee the i has disappeared there is only a docile instrument put at thy service a center of concentration and manifestation of thy infinite and eternal rays thou hast taken my life and made it thine thou hast taken my will and hast united it to thine thou hast taken my love and identified it with thine thou hast taken my thought and replaced it by thy absolute consciousness the body marveling bows its forehead in the dust in mute and submissive adoration and nothing else exists but thou alone in the splendor of thy 
immutable peace.